Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. Like, like Pastor Bob said, don't be in a hurry. Just relax and, and be ready to receive because I believe the power of God is going to fall in this place. I'm telling you, I, I'm sensing. I, I, I was praying back there and I was feeling the Lord wants to release some miracles and, and the Lord wants to release some fire. <laughs> so just stay in the position to receive. Some people are like they're like they don't have a patience to wait. But just wait. You're going to receive a touch from the Holy Ghost. Matthew 24 verse 14 it says like this and the, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations shout all nations and then the end will come go to Matthew 28 Matthew 28, verse 17. Hallelujah. Shakaramasta. <laughs> it says like this. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. He's with you, my friend. He's with you. And it's His promise that not only today, not only tomorrow, not five years, not one year from now, not ten years, to the end of the age, He's with you. Surely, surely, I will be with them. And He's here right now. I sense Him. Woo. <laughs> Jesus, I sense Him here. But I want to call your attention to this. It says that the gospel of the kingdom... The gospel means good news. It's not bad news. It's not sad news. I know that the world is tired of sad news and bad news. It's, it's all over the media. It's on CNN. It's Fox News. It's all sad news, bad news, bad predictions. But the gospel is still good news. Of joy. Of peace. Of righteousness. Of holiness. It's good news. And this good news of the kingdom. What kingdom? The kingdom of heaven. Every time Jesus preached, he said, the kingdom, repent. Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Kingdom of heaven. And the gospel, the good news of the kingdom will be preached to all nations. And then the end will come. You know, the church... The body of Christ have been to so many trends and, you know, oh, now it's this model here and now that model here. Oh, let me grow your church. I mean, we got to do this model and, 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 I mean, this program here and nothing against programs, not, nothing against models. But I want you to understand something. We should never lose focus of what 
the message of Christ is. And you should never lose focus of what the gospel of the kingdom is all about. Because when you we, when we try to Im implement man's ideas into the gospel, we make it complicated. And it's actually very simple. Preach the gospel to every creature. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. Raise the dead. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, has enabled me to preach the good news. To heal the brokenhearted. To give sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, and to proclaim the ear of the Lord's favor. That's the mission of the gospel. It's to release the kingdom of heaven on earth. In the Lord's prayer, he said, let your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. And I believe that this time the Lord is calling the church back to the first love. And not only that, but he's calling the church to preach the full gospel of the kingdom of God. Because I, I, I'm, I'm tired of models and I'm tired of trying to figure something out that has already been said. He said, go! Go into all the world and preach the gospel. The church is supposed to be motion, moving. When the, when, when the church is stagnant, has, there's no life in it. But when the waters are moving, there's life. There's fruit. There's abundance. That's, that's why we're, what we're going to church and we're saying, let's go out of the four walls and let's preach the gospel of the kingdom in these streets because the Lord is about to release some move of God in the streets. The move of the Holy Ghost is not going to be confined to four walls of a church, which is great. I love meetings. I love conference. It's awesome. But the move of the Holy Spirit cannot be bound to a four-wall building. And I believe the Lord has spoken to me, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what the Lord has spoken to me, like... About a month ago, I was in my room praying before I went to bed and, and I felt the presence of the Lord come like differently, like strong presence of God. And I began to sense the Holy Spirit like was about to download something. And I began crying and began, oh Jesus, feel your presence, Holy Spirit. And he, he, and he began he began to speak to me. He began to say, Hermes, I'm about to release a move of God on the earth. That it is not, not going to be confined by any organization. It's not going to be bound to any denomination, any organization on the earth. And he said, no man will have the control of my move of God. Nobody's going to be able to hold it and say it's mine. And I'm releasing out of the unexpected, he said. I'm releasing out of people that people don't expect them to be used. I'm releasing my anointing and my fire and my glory on them. Yeah. And there will be signs and there will be wonders and people will wonder, how did that happen? So it's, a, it's a faceless generation, a nameless generation that will only care about exalting one name and one name alone. It's the name of Jesus. The time of one, one man show is over. It's time for the church to get mobilized and to really believe that the great harvest is about to come. It doesn't come through the preacher alone, but the whole body of Christ be mobilized and set on fire for God. 
the gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all nations as a testimony. And then the end will come. Do you believe that the gospel of the kingdom is only for the preachers to preach? Only the full-time ministers? No. The book of Ephesians says that the fivefold ministry is to train the saints to the work of the ministry. So my job as an evangelist, Hank's job, Frank's job, Susie's job, is to train, Pastor Bob, to train the saints to the work of the ministry. And you're going to do the work of the ministry. You're going to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You're going to see people saved in the streets. God wants to use you. God wants to set his fire on you. And I'm telling you what, a man full of the Holy Ghost <laughs> is a danger to the kingdom of darkness. And I believe that in this time, in this hour, God is raising up different people. People who are not pastors, people who have a call of God on their lives, even in the marketplace and even students and even, I mean, people who have no education at all. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus, I feel such an anointing here. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. And he's calling his church. He's calling you. He's saying, come, come. There's a higher place. There's a higher ground. There's a higher realm of my kingdom. In the realm of the kingdom of God. You know what kingdom means? It's, it's actually, it comes from the word king and the word domain. It's the domain of the king. You know, in heaven there's no sickness, there's no disease, there's no sadness and depression. And there's nothing, there's no lack. So when, when we pray, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We actually say, let heaven come to my situation. Let heaven come to my finances. Let heaven come to my body. Let heaven come to my mind. We're praying the kingdom down. We're saying, Lord, let your will be done on my life. On earth, right here, right now, as it is in heaven. We're inviting the kingdom of God to come. We're releasing the kingdom of God in the streets. And the kingdom of God is inside of you. And, 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 and he said like this, Hermes, whoever is hungry, whoever is thirsty, I'm going to get them and I'm going to use them. That's the key. How hungry are you to be used by God? How thirsty are you to say, I want to carry the torch of revival. I want to see revival. I want to see a move of God. I not only want to see a move of God, but I want to be a move of God. <laughs> I see on some of you that there's a desire, there's a hunger, there's a thirst. And you say, I want to be used by God. I don't know how. I don't have education. I don't have a Bible school, seminary. But the Lord wants to use you, my friend. And all you need is the fire of the Holy Spirit. And that's why we came here tonight. To set you on fire. To pour kerosene on you and say, let you burn in Jesus' name. And I want to tell you. When you, when you expose yourself and say, Lord, here I am, he's going to use you. But you need to be ready because it's dangerous. Not everyone is going to like you. Not every church is going to invite you. 
And not every church is going to invite you and going to invite you back. <laughs> and I know it's my second time preaching here. I preached here in the beginning, so I know Pastor Bob likes it. <laughs> but I, I, I'm serious. It's, it's dangerous. I was, I, was in, I was in Brazil at one church, and I was sharing with, with Hank that I preached there, and the power of God, I mean, the church was not used to the Holy Spirit. The power of God broke through the place. It was crazy. People were taken to heaven. Seriously, there was a girl. I prayed for her. She was 16 years old. She flew. She was on the floor, and then her parents carried her home, and I went to the restaurant. Cool. <laughs> and then, and then she, they carried her home in the car. I came back there in December, and then her mom had gotten healed in the service. She was completely deaf out of the left ear. She's going to have surgery, and the Lord instantly healed her and filled her, filled her with the Holy Spirit, speaking tongues. And the girl fell on the floor, was carried home. When I came back, back there in December, they said, Hermes, you don't know. Pastor Hermes, you don't know. This girl, remember the girl you prayed for, and then she flew, and then she was on the floor, and she was carried home. I was like, yeah, what? She was taken to heaven. She saw Jesus. She saw angels. She saw, like, crazy stuff. And she's now preaching to young people, and she's seeing people saved and people delivered. 16 years old. I'm not talking about a pastor or a minister. About, I'm talking about a 16-year-old girl who sat, just said, Lord, touch me. Let the fire of God come upon me. And he did. But at the same church, I mean, deaf people were here. Tumors were disappearing. And then two families came to the pastor. The pastor said, I want you back. Come here again, please. I said, cool. We're going to go. I'm going to take my friend uh, Richard. <laughs> Hank knows him, Richard Hanson. He's, he's a fireball tree. He's going to blow that place up. And then, and then the, the pastor was like excited. Wow, that's awesome. You bring uh, more people. Like, yeah. And then true families came to the past that we don't like that. We don't like that stuff. You know, uh, if you bring this preacher, because we saw him in August, he, he's crazy. If you bring him again, we're out of the church. And then the pastor shared that on the Pope. I was like, man, that's embarrassing. <laughs> he's like, true families came to the pastor and put pressure on the pastor because they didn't want to meet there. It's like, don't bring him here. Don't do this conference you're playing to because I'm going to leave your church. But I thank God for this pastor. Because you know what he said? He said, you know what? You want to leave? Leave. I know God is moving. I know that it was not the devil who opened deaf ears and healed the sick. I know it was, the, uh, it was God who did it and God was, was in it. So you can leave. I bless you. I thank for your life. Go. And he said, they actually went out, and they were not there in December. But who cares? The church was packed out more than in August. We saw radical, crazy miracles and a great harvest of souls in the conference. I mean, usually conference is more like Christian, but so many unsaved people were there, like, just to see God move. And then when I, when I did the altar call, like, on Sunday morning, the church was packed because in Brazil... The meeting, the main meeting is on Sunday night. It's not like here, it's Sunday morning. But the main meeting is on Sunday evening. But they had a Sunday morning meeting. And the church was packed out on Sunday morning. So the moment I did the altar call and, and asked people to receive Christ, 
I was impressed. I was like, I can't believe that. The whole altar was filled with people receiving Christ and crying out. They saw the miracles. They saw the signs and the wonders. We saw like radical stuff. We saw like metal plates appear from people's bodies. Like there was a lady who had a, a big metal plate from the, her knee to her uh, ankle. And she could not move that, that leg well. The power of God came on her and she began to move like totally not. And she fainted when she saw that. And then like 45 people in a Sunday morning service, not even the main service, came to receive the Lord. People are crying out their sins, Pastor Bob. One lady was like, she was crying so much and screaming. I was like, what's going on? What, what are you feeling? She was like, I want to confess my sins. I was like, what's going on? And she's like, I slept with this lady's husband. I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't say I didn't do anything here. I slept with this lady's husband. I need to repent. I want to change my life. I want to get right with God. I want God to forgive me. I want her to forgive me because I did her wrong and I did God wrong. But I want to be, repent before the Lord here. And, and only the Holy Spirit could work through that because it's a tough situation. The lady who was betrayed actually embraced her. And they both began to cry. And I was like, Jesus... And I was like, wow, I'm out of here. <laughs> if, if they leave the spirit, maybe get like some slapping here. But no, they're like crying, crying, crying. Like, ah, forgive me. She's like, forgive me. I slept with your husband. I was like, Jesus. People with cigarettes, like, I want to I quit smoking. I mean, it's the only the Holy Ghost, the Holy, the presence of the Holy Spirit, the presence of the King of Kings is what makes a difference. It's not the, the rhetoric of communication, you know. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I take some class. I'm graduating in communication in, in April. And then we study like rhetoric and start the power of, of convincing people for argument and persuasion. It's all nice. But it is not that when it comes to gospel. It's the presence of the King of kings and Lord of lords. I was in, in Finland last year. And then the same thing happened. A guy came and he began to cry in the altar. And I was like, what's going on? He said, I need to repent before the Lord. It's like, repent of what? I'm addicted to pornography. And I'm the, a prayer leader in my church. I want deliverance. I want to be free from that. I cannot be living like that. Pray for me, please. I need to pray for him. And the Lord begin to deliver that man out, out of that spirit of pornography and addiction. And power of God fell. And other people confessing their sins, confessing their sins to each other. I was like, wow. Gang members came from Hell's Angel in Finland, came to the meeting got saved, fell on the floor under the power of God. The gospel of the kingdom is a gospel demonstration. Jesus teach, taught, he preached, and he healed the sick. Matthew 4, 23, that he went through all villages teaching, preaching. There's a difference between teaching and preaching, you know. Teaching is an explanation. Preach is a proclamation. But he went teaching Preaching and healing every sickness and disease. 
And I believe that the Lord is raising up a people, a generation, a church. You know what I mean? Church, I don't mean just real life. I don't mean just, uh, I mean, release glory center or, or any other church. He's raising up a group of people, the church of Jesus Christ on the earth. And they are going to mobilize the body of Christ. who are going to invade this earth with the gospel of the kingdom. And it is going to happen because he promised so. No government, no nation, no dictator has the power to prevent the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom in the nations. It is going to happen. And I have good news for you. You are part of it. You are part of that generation. I'm part of that generation. And we are going to do it. Some churches say like, oh, you have to do this model of church growth or got to get through that class or that seminar. Your church is going to grow like never before. Come and be a part of this seminar. <laughs> Nothing against seminars or it's all good. But remember, simple. Preach the gospel of the kingdom. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. Take the good news. Preach to the poor. Heal the broken heart. Tell people to repent. Make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Some people say, I want your glory. Yeah, you want the, glory. the glory of God is uncomfortable sometimes. I mean, many times. Because when the glory comes, it's going to confront every sin in your life. It's going to confront everything. That's why people say, I don't want to go to this meeting. You know what? I don't like this. Oh, this crazy stuff. You know why they don't like that? Because when they come to a place where the glory of God is present, it confronts them. When there's darkness, we cannot see, right? If this room was dark, I could not see this keyboard. I could not see Matt playing. I could not see anybody. I could not see the keyboard or the drums. But when light, I could not see the dirt. I'm not saying that it's dirty, but I'm just saying I could not see the tails tails, you know, in the building. But when the light comes, it shows everything. It reveals everything that is hidden. That's why it makes people uncomfortable. But I'm going to say something to you. I, I, I better, it's better to be uncomfortable and be changed by God than to stay in darkness. If I, I, if I were in the position of that lady who cried out and said, you know, I committed adultery. It's better to be like that than for her to hide her sin and try to be undercover. You know, I'm going to hide it. Nobody's going to know. But it's better to reveal it. And before the Lord raises up, he's going he's gonna to examine you. It's going to be like an x-ray on your heart. He's going to review areas that you need to change. And you're have pride in your heart, you have uh, jealousy, you have uh, unforgiveness, you have this and you have that. And, and he's going to say, but the, the cool thing about the Holy Spirit is that he doesn't tell these things to punish you and to condemn you. He, the voice of the Holy Spirit is not a voice of accusation, it's a voice of help and mercy. Listen to this, if there's any voice speaking to you and putting you under condemnation, it's not the Holy Spirit. There's now no condemnation to, to those who are in Christ Jesus. 
Walk not after the flesh, but walk after the spirit. There's no condemnation. And the only reason why the Holy Spirit reveals is because he wants to change your life and he wants to make you like Jesus. The gospel of the kingdom. Remember that. Go to Luke chapter 4. Verse 18. Chapter 4, verse 18. I'm telling you, some of you are going to get on fire tonight. I really sense that. There's going to be a fire released. Upon those who are hungry. It says like this. Actually, go to 17 first. Verse 17. It says, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the ear of the Lord's favor. That's the gospel. And Jesus, when he ascended to heaven, he said, All authority on earth, in he on heaven, on earth, has been given unto me. Go, therefore, in my name, and make disciples of all nations. It means like this. Jesus got all authority, got all the power, and now he's delegated the authority. He said, you go now, in my name. In my authority, in my power, because I'm here to back you up. I'm here to go in my spirit with you. And when you speak, when you lay your hands on the sick, when you when you pray for people, it's not gonna be only you praying, but it's the Holy Ghost through you. You'll be in the hands of Jesus, you'll be in the feet of Jesus, you'll be in the voice of Jesus in the nations, in Apopica, in Orlando, in Fort Myers. In Fort Lauderdale, in Australia, wherever you go, you're being the voice of the Lord. And say, repent, because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And there's one mission for the church. And this mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of the kingdom. This has got to be our most important priority. Preach the gospel of the kingdom. We set our hearts on other things. We're going to start to lose our purpose on the earth. Because out of preaching the gospel of the kingdom, everything else is going to fall into its proper place. Some preachers, they focus too much on prosperity. And I believe in prosperity. And I believe that God wants to proper, prosper his children. But it's just one aspect of the kingdom. That's why I don't like when, when people say it's a, a, it's a ministry of healing. I was talking to my dad the other day about that. It's a healing ministry. It's not only a healing ministry. A ministry of preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And healing is a result of that. It's not the, whole, the overall picture. It's not that. He came to save the soul. Heal the body. Prosper the poor. It's a whole thing. You know that the Lord's Prayer? 
He said, deliver us from evil, right? That word in the Greek comes from a, a, a word that means pain. And that other word that means pain comes from a word that means poor. So when he said, deliver us from evil, he's saying, deliver us from sin. Deliver us from sickness. Deliver us from poverty. It's a whole deal. It's a whole package. The gospel of the kingdom of God is a complete package. And I, I'm here to tell you that this gospel of the kingdom is available for you here right now. It's for you. It's a good news of the gospel of the kingdom of the power of the Holy Spirit. God, I feel, I'm feeling the fire of God already. Close your eyes for a second right now. I feel the presence of God and Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Raise your hands to heaven right now. Let begin to worship the Lord with your own words, with your own songs. The Bible says that He inhabits the praises of His people. That that word in the Hebrew is a, is, is a word called Tehillah. It's a word that means He inhabits the spontaneous songs of His people. Songs that come out of the heart. Not that you memorize the lyrics, but it comes out of your heart to Him. You begin to worship. You begin to worship. Worship is the language of the kingdom. It's the language of heaven. Come on, begin to worship right now. You don't have a language. Begin to worship. Begin to feel this atmosphere of praise. Begin to feel this atmosphere of thanksgiving. Right now, right now. Come on. It's, I believe that some people are being here right now in this atmosphere of thankfulness. That we are releasing the gospel of the kingdom. And the kingdom, to a kingdom, there's a king. And I want to tell you, this king is here right now. When your period comes, have major problems. He's healing that right now. I see. I see also a lady with a bladder condition. You you, you cannot hold. When you need to go to the bathroom, you cannot hold. But the Lord is touching your bladder. Close your eyes right now. Raise your hands to heaven. Stand up right now. I feel the power of God already. Stand up right now.
to feel the fire of God in your body, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Get ready, get ready. I see also a lady with a, you have, you have cysts on your ovaries right now. Come up here right now in Jesus' name. You have cysts. The Lord's going to dissolve that. It's going to disappear. Come here right now in Jesus' name. Come here. Have cysts on your ovaries right now. I want the church praying right now. Praying the Holy Ghost right now. Praying the Holy Ghost. Come on. There's an atmosphere for miracles here. Come here. Is that you? The cyst on the ovaries? Come here. Come here. Come closer. Yeah, the Holy Spirit speaking right now. I also see a person here that had a car accident that affected your hips. You had a car accident and it affected your hips. Who is that person? Is it you? Come here right now. Yeah. Lift up your hands right now. Everyone here right now. Yeah, yeah. Church, pray, church, pray, church, pray, pray. The Lord's moving here right now. What's your problem? I mean, even if you don't get called, called out, it doesn't mean that the Lord doesn't want to heal you. But the Lord calls some people out to make sure that they know that He cares. Whew. See the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit right now, it's, it's upon you right now. right now in Jesus name be gone in Jesus name disappear I curse that thing in the name of Jesus in heaven. <laughs> 
There's no bad hip in heaven. There's no pain in heaven. What's the problem? Jesus, we thank you, Lord. How do you feel? Thank you, Jesus. How long ago was, was this accident? I think from February. February of last year. How bad was it? your hip up, right? You had pain? Yes. Had pain when it came to the service? Yes, I did. A lot? <laughs> From 1 to 10, how, how bad was the pain? Nine. Well, how do you feel now? is going to be released. There's a fire going to be released in your life. The Lord's going to use your mouth as a mouthpiece of the Lord. Get ready. Get ready for a promotion. Get ready because you've been faithful in the little and God's about to put you over much. God's about you to hand you some good things.
touch of the Holy Spirit. What did you feel? Praise. Whoa! 
Jesus God is restoring your dreams I said Lord restore your dreams because some things have been dead but the Lord says I'm making everything new your dreams of, of, of even like when you were younger he's restoring those dreams He's restoring those dreams again and saying, dream again, daughter. Dream again because I am the one who put those dreams inside of you. And I'm powerful enough to fulfill them. Dream again. And I'm pouring out my anointing upon you, says the Lord. For a new season is coming. And, and, and our insecurity and our fear is going to leave. Because it's a season of confidence. And a season that's going to be happy. You're going to be happy. <laughs> Fire of heaven, fire of God, fire. Oh, oh, Jesus. Who is the fire of God? I mean, anybody else in this, your seats? Come up here right now. There's a mighty fire of God. Lift up your hands. Oh, fire of God. Fire of heaven. Let her burn with the fire of heaven. Let her burn with the fire of heaven right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. I play a fire that cannot be quenched by anything. A fire! I see the fire of God. I see the fire of God. That's the fire of heaven. qualified but I make you qualified I anoint you take drink my spirit come on sing it sing it loud
Romana. I see a person here have have problem breathing. Have have trouble in your breathing. The Lord is healing right now. Who is that person? Have problem in your breathing. Have difficulty to breathe. Who is that person? Over there. Come here. What is that? What's the problem? You know, there's no lack of oxygen in heaven. <laughs> Holy Ghost, thank you. Wow! to function properly I command that now in the name of Jesus and I declare your body healed say Lord I receive my healing now in the name of Jesus I am healed If you have any kind of pain in your body, I want you to come up here right now. Any kind of pain. Any kind of pain in your body, I want you to come up here right now.
that pain in your body, come up here right now. Overhaul in Jesus' name, Lord. Overhaul his body, his entire body, Lord. Let the, the health of the kingdom affect his body right now in the name of Jesus. Pro! Pain leave his body, leave his knee right now in the name of Jesus. Shoulder, lift up your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command this pain to go! 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 Jesus name. Karababasta koro, brandos tu mandes tequio, brandesto, brandesto kiere le mama storo mombra steke de fiesto, yeste kandesto mombro kombra banda. Say, sing, release the fire again, release the fire. Your Come on, sing it out, church. Do it on the fire, God. Your fire. Release your fire. something of the Lord Na hora do louvor, during praise eu vi um monte de, como fosse pedido de oração, papéis. I saw like several prayer requests like, like piece of paper right here Depois esses papéis foram queimados e eu vi um subindo a fumaça and I saw like fire coming over this piece of papers and I saw like smoke coming up e eu perguntei, Senhor, o que é isso? and I asked Lord what is this These are the prayers of my people that are here today, tonight. These are the people who are hungry and thirsty. These are the impossible causes. Our God is the God of the impossible and He's here. And He's walking among us tonight. I've touched His hand tonight. I don't want to let it go. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> How many know that there's joy? There's no, no depression, no sadness in heaven. There should not be any on earth. On earth as there is in heaven. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. The Lord showed me also bones, diseases. Hallelujah. He's going to touch bones tonight. You know, He has the power to create bones. <laughs> we have seen that. God creating bones, actually, in Denver. Hallelujah. God created a jaw, a new jaw. Sure. And also, God had showed me also some, somebody with a problem in the neck. Pain in the neck. That's you. Osteoporosis. 